on the 165th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We go over all the impactful injuries that happened in week two. We answer some of Brian's questions. We look at five games for week three, and we give you our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens after a depressing, depressing week two where just shit seemed to hit the fan all at once. But before we get into the uh, just the, the rash of injuries, Anthony, are you benching Drew Brees? Um, Is he I mean, washed up? I mean, I wasn't going to play him anyway. I don't. I don't draft Drew Brees. I wouldn't draft. I wouldn't have drafted I mean, no, Drew Brees. I mean, like in real life, are you benching Drew Brees? Is he washed up? I think this is definitely his last season. He's not as. He just doesn't seem to have that, that like that, that zip on the ball that gives the you know he's not that. I mean, look, he wasn't accurate last night. He wasn't he can't accurate. Throw it more than five yards. He was not throwing. Like all those, he all did, those jokes are coming true. He did not throw it once more than twenty yards downfield last night. So I mean, I know that was part of the game plan. They were playing with two uh, two deep safeties to try and play more of a, a zone coverage. But yeah, man, I'm not. It's look, it's not looking great for Drew Brees. And this, if I had to say, it definitely is his. Final season, you know, for sure. For sure. So, Jameis I mean, Win- Winston 2021 for New Orleans. I was going to say, is he, like, currently the third best quarterback on the Saints? I mean, you know, if we're talking, like, Swiss Army skills, you know, then yeah. First round. T- first round. First, yeah, I mean, now. Taysom Hill. I mean, did you see some of the, you know, the things he was doing on that field last night? I mean, he didn't make a lot of, like, catches or anything like that, but, you know. His presence on the field I mean, is known. I saw him running into piles of guys and not crossing the goal line a bunch of times. Bro, that, that's his Can style. we get all three of them out there on the field at the same time? Winston, Taysom, and uh, Drew Brees? Can um, we get maybe a three-quarterback trick play going on? Three-quarterback set. I like that. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, make it happen, Sean. <laughs> and the ball will just be direct snap to uh, Alvin Kamara. <laughs> no, no quarterback has done anything. Somehow it will be a two-yard flat to Alvin Kamara like it was all game. Oh, my last, God. Which I'm not complaining as an Alvin Kamara the, fantasy owner. The problem is it's just like it's so telegraphed. Like, you know it's going to Kamara. And it's like, it's, come on, man. You got to think of someone else has got to get, get the fuck open. Someone's got to get the fuck open and make, make a catch. Like it's just it was it was horrible watching that game last night. Yeah, oh, I mean they did get they did get um the defense got walked all over too by the Raiders. So oh my I god! Can't do the no, of course not. But uh, you know, I think the play calling wasn't great on offense. The defense definitely looked like they just didn't know what was happening, and Darren Waller looked like a Hall of Famer. Uh, Tony Gonzalez on the field. Um, it was it was very it was a very bad game, and you know that they're gonna get the shit kicked out, out of them when they uh, get back to New Orleans. So hopefully they come back strong next week. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, they tend to have this game in the beginning of the season, right? You're right. They haven't the started. Yeah, they haven't started and uh, haven't started two and zero in a long time. So I think like 2013 was the first time. Yeah, if I remember correctly, every season for the last few seasons, they have this game where they lose an unexpected one um, and look really bad. I don't know. Just kind of their mo. Let's get it out of the way early then. So, but we gotta go to you know, now. There's now the Saints gotta play the Packers next week, which is definitely uh, that's gonna be a rough game. So yeah, imagine if Derek Carr threw three touchdowns against them. What Aaron Rodgers is gonna do? 
We'll find out. They well, don't... will he have Devonte Adams bringing us into the injury report? Oh. <laughs> what a segue! Is that the injury report thing we're going with now? <laughs> what a segue! Uh, I'm not going to be able to do that every time. I, I was going to say you, you kind of box yourself into a corner there, but yeah. So a record seven torn ACLs on Sunday. It's just guys are dropping left and right. A record seven torn. Is that true? Is that a record? Or are we just we're just going to assume? Probably. I mean, I'm assuming that seven torn ACLs on one day is probably a record. Sure. I mean, it sounds like a lot of ACLs being torn. Like that's a yeah. that's a large number of ACLs going down. And like not only like was it like seven ACLs, it was of notable players. Like not saying the players who get hurt that don't you know we don't play fantasy with Matt don't matter, but there's some big Seems fucking like names. Those, they don't matter. Well, to fantasy, but these are some big fucking names. I mean, it sort of sucks. Like. Barkley, of course, is the number one. We all, uh, I guess, we could talk about first. Saquon. And he was actually like having a good game too. And well, he had like three carries. It was okay. It was okay. And he, and he, a couple of plays before that, he hurt his. Uh, Looks like he hyperextended his arm or shoulder or something like that on a play, and he got back up. He went back in, and then boom. I thought the when he got hurt when he tore his ACL, I thought that was a replay of the of him getting hurt. <laughs> his arm hurt. Yeah, it did look like he fell right on his shoulder, and I was like, oh, separated shoulder or something like that. Okay, not the worst thing nope. that could happen. Um, but no. Yeah, Barkley and uh, McCaffrey. So there's your one-two in fantasy. Well, McCaffrey, Mixed. thankfully, is not torn ACL, though. It's only like a knee sprain, right? No, I know, but he's still going to be out about four weeks or so, which is, I mean, very big. You are the first, you pick first in the draft. Um, look, maybe you, you start 2-0. Yeah. Because you got two weeks out of them, but you're gonna have to spend the next four weeks you without the first pick, and we all know that long turnaround from first to twelve, all the way back to first, makes it so your second and third picks aren't as good as other people's, or your second pick. Yeah, no, that, you're, you're right. That's a definitely a one-two punch down. I mean, that really hurts a lot of teams um, going forward. Um, McCaffrey does say he hopes to get back sooner than the four to six week timeline. I mean, who knows? He's young. You know, sometimes that happens. I mean, Mahomes dislocated his knee and was back in like two weeks. So yeah, you know, these young yeah, a kids. little different for running backs since they have to use their explosiveness. True, Quarterbacks true. can usually come back from injuries a little sooner than anybody else. Um, but yeah, no, Barkley is definitely the toughest one for fantasy. Um, McCaffrey would be obviously if it was a longer period of time. But now uh, with them, possibly Adams missing a week, Michael Thomas being out, you have you have half the first round in yeah, fantasy. Getting hurt, it's really bad. On the bench. Plus, Julio's banged up. So well, he's always banged. Yeah, up, I mean, right? it's a lifelong bang up. Like he's every week, <laughs> every week. He's like he's the opposite of uh, Alshon Jeffrey, though. Like they're oh, they're both constantly banged up, but Julio plays. Jeffrey just doesn't play. Like, yeah, Julio never sits. <laughs> Q-Tag, the entire season, never sits. Yeah. Whereas Jeffrey, like, he's like, probable. Oh, wait, no. Wait, game time. He's quite, he, oh, he's out. No. He's, <laughs> he went from probable, which I know is no longer a designation anymore, but he would go from probable to doubtful to out, like, in a matter of 30 minutes. But uh, yeah. who else? Uh, Cortland Sutton, gone for the well, year? Yeah, my uh, one of my preseason picks to break out, Cortland Sutton. I mean, he, bro- he broke out yeah, last year. Pretty, he broke out last year, though. He was on the Pro yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he's already one. a breakout. Yeah. I mean, okay. Kittle's been banged up. Galladay's okay. been out. Hopefully, Galladay comes back. 
this week. Um, the 49ers are gone? The whole team? They're just gone? Bosa, Solomon Thomas. Uh, and Tevin Coleman. And Tevin Coleman. Uh, wasn't Garoppolo hurt? Uh, Mullins yeah. was in there. And they still crushed the Jets, man. I mean, like, oh, they were, all right, all right. <laughs> they were you, playing. You with... just said that. Like, you have to say that. We all knew it. Oh, up, uh, up top, you talk about is Breeze done, but I can't bring up the Jets. Just get crushed by second-string players. Come on. Right, also, the is... funniest thing is they brought up their injuries in post-game as like a, as an excuse of how the game went. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, "Well, Perryman and Crowder, uh, you know, what are we supposed to do when those two go down?" And it's like, I don't know. Do the thing the team with Kittle, their starting quarterback, <laughs> Mostert. Their three best defensive players all out. Do maybe do what they did. Yeah, I know. Try that. Yeah, not, not your two. Not your two end of the bench receiver. I know, like all Jets fans love Crowder, but he's still just a normal wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, he was a bottom of the barrel guy. I mean, right. no Solomon like Thomas. The middle of the barrel. No Solomon <laughs> Thomas. No Bosa. No D Ford. I mean, that whole, that was like the three best defenders gone, gone, and they still. Put a fucking hurting on them. Right, and their four, be be- four, be- four best players on offense. All right, we get it. <laughs> We're doing Debo Samuel, too. Oh, man. All right, this is going to be my comment for the rest of the season about the Jets. Fire Adam Gase. No yeah, more, they have no more questions. That's it. He's, he's ruining Darnold. They're not letting Darnold throw. It's kind of stupid to watch. It's like you're getting blown out. Why not just... Like, what's with the conservative game plan when you get blown out? Who cares? You're already getting blown out. You're not You're not playing to keep a game close, so you might the as just, well. The Jets might not come within 10 points of another team all season. And, like, I'm only half joking about that. No, probably not. They have to fire Gase for sure. I, I don't think he's if making it. If you keep him here all season, you completely ruin Darnold. Yeah. And no, then you might as well just move on. There's and no, that, that would be a shame. There's no way that make, There's no way he makes five games, right? Like... Unless they, they turn around and win the next three. Like, there's no way he makes five games. And they're not going to win any of them because they just they look horrible because he is horrible. But Him and Joe Douglas weirdly have a good relationship. I don't understand because Joe Douglas is usually a smart guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Adam Gase has, like, just nude pictures of everyone in the league just to keep paying him <laughs> money. You know who else they have to fire in New York? That uh, MetLife Turf. Oh my god! Yeah. Can we fire that turret? Can we fire the the grounds crew? Or what's going on? A billion and a half dollars build a boring ass stadium, and your turf is as bad as the the Redskins' shitty grass field. Well, what you need to what you need to do is spend five billion dollars and make a stadium like SoFi, like they did in Los I mean, Angeles, be, uh, and then a sweet fucking stadium. Uh, of course, it's awesome, but it's like a little. It is really nice. It's like a little city. Within itself, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean that's really cool. So they, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not even joking. They should have spent five billion dollars. We're in fucking New, just make, New York, New Jersey. You're you, you building a Death Star. I mean, you, it looks awesome. You build a stadium for two teams. You might as well put the money in it. The way the the you know, and when fans come back, are are people actually going to see the Chargers? Maybe because they're in Los Angeles, but not to see the Chargers. They're just going there for a football game, but they're gonna get fans. So what did you think? It, what to, for me it was hard to tell what um, the Raiders Stadium how if that was nice or not. It's hard to tell in these games because they're trying. I feel like they're not trying to focus on the stadium without the crowd. Yeah, they're uh, definitely keeping. I mean, the outside looked awesome. It looks really cool from the outside, like the aerial views and everything. Um, yeah, 
I like I where mean, I like I love the the dark color. I like where it's located. It's like it looks like it's just off the strip, like across from uh, the Luxor, which is if people don't know, is the uh, the Pyramid Casino. And like there's a yeah, view right, right by right by the old flamingo. So there's a view that has uh I don't know which corner of the stadium, but I'm obviously it's the one facing the strip. But like if you, there's a big like opening to the side that look on like looks onto the strip, and it's just a really amazing view of all the casinos and hotels uh, from that view. But, you know, that's the only thing I noticed really from the stadium was that, like, really cool, like, panoramic-ish view of the strip from uh, from one section of the stadium. So, I like so, it. So, if, if for some reason the NFL does their review on the Giants' turf and they, you know, take away their home game, which doesn't matter, and they say, hey, look, your turf is so bad that we'd rather have you play in the smoky hellscape that is san francisco we're gonna send you over there instead would that be the um probably the biggest insult to a stadium ever yes <laughs> especially one that was built this like this millennium yeah it's it is it is quite possibly the biggest joke in um all of football that stadium it's terrible i mean yeah, it looks I'm, like it looks like a giant air conditioner. With all the, the new stadiums that have been built, like, I would say, what, in the past, like, five to ten years, even less. It I mean, looks like it years. was built in the 80s. It definitely is the now. worst of all of them. Like, I haven't I been to all of them. I think it's the worst stadium in football. I'd rather, play, I'd rather than play at, that old, at the last year Chargers stadium. At least you have, like, a cool soccer fan base with, like, how small it is. It'd feel, like, really, uh, it'd feel really um, unique and close. I mean, you this have, thing is just terrible. You have these old stadiums, which I know, are, of course, were updated. Like, you know, you have Lambeau, which constantly, you know, does get updates. And you have Arrowhead. And these stadiums are still superior to what MetLife has done. Like, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they were doing. It was this billion and a half dollars. Crap. Do you, have you ever been there? I would, no. I've only, I would have loved to go there. Um, I've, I know I have friends who go to Arrowhead every year, and they absolutely love the no, atmosphere. No, 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 MetLife, I'm saying. Oh, MetLife. Oh, yeah, I've been to MetLife a couple times. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you went there? I was so excited the first time I went, and I was like, is this a joke? What are they, what, am I going, is this the stadium I was supposed to be going to? This is, or is this like the stadium before the stadium? Because it seemed like a joke. I, I just think instantly, the first time I went there, I was like, this is a joke. This is worse than the old stadium. How is this possible? The, the first time I went there, I will admit it was, um, it was like 10 degrees and snowing, so I really wasn't paying attention to the stadium itself. I was paying attention to try and not fucking freeze. Um, but I've been there a couple times since, and yeah, I just, I just, I don't know, this, for some reason, like, you know when you sit in like a stadium and you feel like you're really fucking like, I wasn't even high up, you just feel like you're slanted really deep for some reason, and like there's no fucking room. It's a brand new stadium, I just feel like the seating is just trash. I don't know, maybe I'm, just, maybe that's oh, just yeah. me. But the seating is just trash in that stadium. Just everything's trash. If you're gonna if you're gonna renovate or do a stadium, I mean, do it like the Garden. Oh my God, were those renovations beautiful? Every yes. seat is good in that. That is a true, like I know it costs a hundred dollars just to get in to see shitty Knicks games, but at least no matter where you sit, it's a good seat. There's no bad seat in that stadium. Unless you're like in the way back and you're blocked by the bridge mostly, but. Well, the old, before the renovations, if you sat in the 400 section, there was like a 1 in 10 chance you sat behind a big uh, pole. Like, yeah. you, you uh, just, yeah. and they just didn't care. It was like, well, you're 
Should have looked at the seating chart. Sorry, you can't see the court. Oh, that's terrible. You should have been able to afford more than fifty bucks to see our shit. I haven't mm. been. I haven't been to the garden in years. But uh, oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I've always had a good time when I've been. But uh, all right, let's back. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so there's also. So look, we got the two big out of the way. What's the? What do you think? What would you put it as the next biggest? The third. What's the third for you? Uh, oh God! I mean, like the long-term ones. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyone? Was... What? What stands out to you the most? I mean, besides the 49ers defense, I would say no. It has to be fantasy related. Uh, I mean, that's uh, fan- that, that is fantasy related. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Okay, fine. Uh, from this week, probably like Philip Lindsay. That was last week, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is out for you a few put weeks. Lindsay ago. over somebody like Sutton, you think? Oh, Sutton's definitely yeah. We we we, we brought up Sutton. I uh I no, definitely. I mean like the third high because we all know it's Barkley, um, Kamara, like even McCaffrey. Or, McCaffrey. Uh, sorry, McCaffrey. Uh oh, Kamara. Not don't no say that. Yeah, not going away. Please, please. Yeah, McCaffrey. Uh, even four or five weeks of McCaffrey is bigger than a full season of Sutton. Um, uh, wait. I I know that. I don't know how breaking news this is. Bum, 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 as ESPN does. Um, a G- Giants just uh, signed Devonta Freeman. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, oh, that was like five hours ago, bro. I have been watching Cobra Kai for the past like four hours. Fucking love Cobra Kai, man! I just changed my my fancy name to Cobra Bri. Nice. That's pretty pretty good. <laughs> I got, I got pretty show good. no mercy. That's pretty I good. To, I have to change after getting stomped down last week. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like my team name anymore. Uh, first. But yeah, uh, I just started watching it. So I'm, um, you know, pretty damn good show. I mean, I knew it was going to be, but uh, all right. So all right. So uh, Devontae Adams, how long do we think he's out for? Do we uh, do we know about that? Because that could be big too, right? They said he's going to try and play this. Week, try and play this week. Yeah, yeah so but they all maybe. So, maybe. All right. That's so I hope he doesn't play. I hope he doesn't play this week. Hope he doesn't play this week. I would say Mostert, but you probably drafted him late. Tur. But he, but he, man, he became like top ten running back, right? Top five running back. Like in two weeks, he's been killing it. So like that's 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 sort of like. Well, you know, he just needed one play against the Jets. But I'm just saying, he's looked good. He's looked good. That uh, that's definitely uh big. I mean, Drew Locke going down. So that I mean, so Drew Locke going down hurts. The rest of the team, right? You think that with um, they just signed Bortles. Um, they have. I can only, well, they also don't they play the no, they play the Jets in a couple weeks, but yeah, Bortles definitely upgrade, but yeah, downgrade for fans. Wait, did you say did you say up? Wait, you said Bortles is an upgrade to, from Drew Locke? Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, that I mean, honestly, an upgrade from what's his name. Fantasy wise, I feel a little more comfortable now with Bortles throwing a bunch of passes than uh, the other guy that was playing. Jack Driscoll. Thank you. Why yeah. couldn't I remember his fucking name? I was watching the damn game yesterday. <laughs> on Sunday, I mean, I couldn't remember his name. Uh, but now, so well, who's he throwing to? So he has Judy. He's got, um, I mean, KJ Hamler. You know, that's a sneaky pickup. Uh, I think. JJ Hamlin. Noah Font's their number one. No, all right, that's right. Noah Font. So I mean, Font's their one. That he's to me Font. Yeah. This year's Kittle. So hopefully. Fonts.com. So hopefully Bortles can come in and do something. Uh, 
I don't know how what the plan is for them to uh, to get him acclimated to the team if he's going to start immediately or if you know Driscoll's going to play one game. But if Driscoll plays one game, I don't like. I'm not really a fan of. I mean, you're going to play Font, but I'm not usually a, a big fan of him. I don't think I'm going to be a big fan of uh, Melvin Gordon if uh, you know while Driscoll's playing. I just don't think that offense is going to move well. Yeah, it was okay. I just don't think the um, who the fuck would they play? The Steelers were like. Prepared. I just think you know he he came in. It was like I mean, you sh- think you think the Steelers have to prepare for Jeff Driscoll? No, but like, oh, no, shit. let's just do the same shit. No, that but we so, always did just dominate. No, but sometimes some a quarterback can come in and no one really knows what to expect, and it just sort of surprises you, you know. And now another team will look at that and they're like, okay, we know exactly how to stop this guy, you know. That's that happens, you know. Well, I still like I like Font no matter what. He just looks so explosive. He, he's dynamic as hell after the catch. He's, he just reminds me so much of Kittle with maybe not as superb of a blocker. Yeah. Um, I love him going forward <laughs> all year. Uh, and when Locke comes back, I think take a flyer on Hamler with uh, Sutton out. Okay. Wouldn't hurt. Hamler, yeah, people uh, definitely possibility there. And, uh, you know, with Bortles, if Bortles does become the quarterback there um, at any point, you know, he's just going to throw that ball up there, so. There will be yards and garbage garbage time to be had with the uh, play for all the quarterback. So we all so know. There's a, there's a few more. We had uh, Cam Akers with the rib. Paris Campbell to me I was, was a big one. I was just going to say he Paris Campbell. Like yeah, the best receiver on a team with a quarterback that throws constantly. Uh, having him as somebody I drafted near the end of the, the draft and thinking, all right, I got something here. This is pretty awesome. Uh, it sucked. Like, yep. First drive of the game and it's like all right so they said uh no no acl tear but um you're gonna have a uh oh it says acl on the uh NFL. yeah no no but he has no acl tear but he has a pcl injury oh yeah yeah okay but uh so i mean i don't know how long that's gonna be I mean, i'm gonna if i had to guess i'd say eight to ten weeks oof. so pretty much yeah. Done for fantasy reasons. Yeah, it's gonna until the playoff area. I mean, if you have an IR spot, you probably can't even use it on something that long. You might have to use it on one of those new IRs. How how nervous do you get when one of your players go on that new IR and then you remember it's just like a four week IR and you're like, oh okay. Oh so, yeah, that like that freaked, that don't freak, freaked me out already a couple times. Yeah, three weeks, right? Like things like early you should come back. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, crazy. So Paris Campbell will at least be out three weeks because he did get put on that IR, but I, I would assume it's longer than that. But uh, definitely somebody, you know, you're in the playoff run near the end of the year, uh, and it looks like he's starting to come back. Go for him a week early. All right, so who else? We have... We I mean, Sterling Shepard, for sure, Perryman. Uh, but Akers are- and Brown. Akers and Brown, that's true. Yeah. Making Henderson a nice whoever nice had the the one healthy person <laughs> of that trio is probably feeling good for. I mean, spot start Henderson next week. Why not, right? Oh, um, yeah. Obviously. I mean, it's against Buffalo, so it's a hard defense. It's a hard but. defense, but I mean, you know, he's gonna gonna carry pretty much carry the load at this point, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and on that team, it's definitely running back worth having, and. With all the running backs going down and running backs in committees, you don't know who the hell is doing what. Like, yeah, why not? Why not take a flyer? 
I would. I mean, he looked really good when he filled in um, after Akers went down. It was him and Brown, and then he kind of wrestled it away from Brown just for that one game. Obviously, the Rams are just going to, you know, drive you crazy having you decide between the three of them. So if there's only one of them playing next week, uh, they like to run it. They like to get their running backs out in space. I, yeah, I think you got to throw them in there. I know I know. this is not really a huge, huge fantasy. I mean, maybe it has fantasy implications to other players, but uh, what about uh, Justin Herbert coming in for Tyrod Taylor, like unexpectedly? on uh on sunday and uh playing a pretty decent game against the chiefs uh, i mean he played pretty solid so what do um, we do we think they definitely like held back a little bit just because they're like oh shit rookie quarterback against the chiefs we can't just like i mean their defense played out of their mind obviously i mean to three, hold the chiefs to that, what they did yeah, until yeah. the fourth quarter and then she said what they did but herbert looked like you could tell he looked Pretty, pretty NFL ready. Comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Comfortable. He had comfortable. zip on his passes. I mean, uh, he, I mean, he, he has zip on his passes. He looks like he could truck some dudes when he runs. He's a big boy. A and big boy. I think mistakes, right, usually are his thing. But everyone's praising him. Let's see what he does next week because uh, it's a different situation, I guess, when a team literally has. Absolutely no idea you're the one coming in, like starting the game. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, and also, Tyler Taylor is a, is a much different quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, Herbert threw for 311 yards. I mean, this. I mean, you could probably count on one hand the amount of times that Taylor has thrown for over 300 yards in a you game. Can count, you can count on one figure. <laughs> no, so. it, it's, it, you can count on one figure. He, he's thrown one time. <laughs> so in his first game, Herbert's thrown the same amount of 300 yard games as Tyrod Taylor has. So look, I mean, I mean, this kind of, but, but if he could do something like this, if you have a guy who could maybe sling it the way Herbert does, that, that could be a big help for someone like, uh, Keenan Allen or, um, what the hell's his name? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. You're definitely getting a lot more, uh, deep ball opportunity. So the boost to those players, you know, who may have yeah. people who, May have thought, oh, with Tyrod Taylor, it's going to be more conservative. You know, they're not going to be a lot of deep balls. And, you know, if Herbert gets in there, that's going to be a, yeah. a, a very different offense. Uh, well, you probably forward. drafted those receivers hoping Herbert will get in there as soon as possible, right? Because Tyrod Taylor is just not a fantasy quarterback. A quarterback for fantasy players. Yeah. You're just also, like, right, if I'm drafting Henry, Allen, or Williams, I'm just hoping Herbert gets in there by week four. Well, yeah. Got him a lot earlier than that. Also, good for, I mean, Eckler got four targets and four catches, so slowly working up to where he should be getting, like, eight catches a game. There it is. But uh, Kelly looks looks great, too. Um, 100-something yards on the ground, another 40-something through the air. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a nice one-two punch in in Los Angeles. I was going to say San Diego, but in Los Angeles. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah that, that that was always the danger of picking Eckler in the top of the second was you were hoping he would finish as a top five running back. Now it looks more like top ten, which I mean that's still great. But like you're you were hoping maybe like hey he was a top three last year when Gordon didn't play, so maybe he could do that again this year. Yeah. Uh, but you know, still probably a top ten running back. You can't really complain with all the injuries. Um, what do we think about the possibility that, uh, well, not possibility, but Will Fuller's hamstring is acting up. 
So who called this? Oh, wow. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> soft, soft tissue injury. So who wow, called this? Um, There's no way, man. He had uh, he he had he was not targeted. He was he was completely locked out of that game, and uh, apparently he has a hamstring injury. Don't know the extent of it, but uh, as we all know, Will Fuller is uh, a lifetime of constantly being hurt. So I'm gonna just give it a week on him because he never fully went out of the game. I guess they were saying he had trouble getting loose, and I'm just gonna chalk it up to I'm not Marlon Humphreys is on one right now. And I don't want to start the number one receiver going against him. Like he got, he completely shut down Beckham. Yep. Now he completely shut down Fuller. And uh, you know Kansas City makes it hard on number one cornerbacks because they don't really have that number one option. But so I would like to say that Tyreek Hill might not have such a good game, but I think they they just disguise everything so much that it's really hard to like. You're not yeah. you're not really going after just Tyreek Hill if you're a number a shutdown cornerback. You're, yeah, they're going to find a way to get him the ball through screens or jet sweeps or something somehow. Yeah, and you got to focus yeah. on you got to focus on uh, Kelsey too. So it's not like you know there could be a main focus on on yeah. him. I mean, with, with with Houston, I mean, who are you really focusing on? You could you could pretty much shut down Atkins and uh, and Fells in the tight end spot, and you have Cooks and what Cobb is your other wide receivers? So I mean, it's it's gonna be a completely different ball game when uh, going yeah. up against the Chiefs. I mean, look, Chargers so, did a great job against the Chiefs, but I'm telling you, like, it's uh it's it's gonna it's definitely a tough tougher matchup than uh, I Texans. I think if there's an obvious wide receiver one on a team uh, against Baltimore, you're probably looking at a really subdued week, um, and in Fuller's case, no week at all. But yeah, no. So like <laughs> early week four, week four, they have Washington. So I, I would like be looking at a really subdued week for Scary Terry. Oh yeah, oh it's gonna be a bad week. It's gonna be bad for those Redskins. Man, they they brought a lot of hope into the the fans week one, but I'm telling you, it's gonna be a down season for them. Look, front seven, nice, but they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be rough rough sledding for them and poor Scary Terry versus Ravens next week. Oh well, yeah, I mean, they're young. Not they're not a good team, so they'll be up and down. All right, um, Brian. Do you want to get to your uh, to your questions that you formulated over the for the first two weeks of the season? Sure. Um, all right, let's go to the big one. Just let's just start out um, for the big <laughs> one. Is there okay. any potential that there is some nobody believes in us juice with Barkley gone on the Giants? Um, start with the, start out. with the Giants. All right. It's going to turn to the Knicks. Okay, going so to the Knicks. Was the, Barkley was the biggest injury, so this is totally valid, Anthony. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Barkley, kind of a predicta- predictable offense. You know, he was getting shut down on runs because I because th- people sold out. Um, and now everyone's saying without selling out on the run, Daniel Jones is going to have a much harder time. But I'm sorry, is there any harder of a time than throwing on second and 12 every single drive? Because that's what they were doing. Uh, with Barkley in the offense because they were selling out in the run on first down, they were getting negative two yards, and then you put your t- then you just you're in a bad situation. So is there any juice behind like maybe it is better to just throw like not better obviously, but maybe there's something behind throwing Devonte Freeman Devonta Freeman out there, Deion Lewis, Wayne Gallman, and just 
let's just spread it around. Let's just uh, be a little more unpredictable. You could kind of play more the Patriot way that Joe Judge might want to play where you're not forced to say, like, hey, I got to get this guy 25 carries a game. I'm not sure that with that offensive line that was ever a good strategy. I, I don't know if you wanted to get Barkley 25 carries a game and have half of them be zero yards. I mean, it could definitely – it's definitely going to force them to diversify their offense. And if Joe Judge is truly a disciple of Bill Belichick, he will like having three different options at, in the backfield that can do a little bit of everything. Devontae Freeman probably not as good of a pass catcher as the other guys. Um, and he hasn't really done anything since like 2016. Um, but if they're able – I forget the stat I saw, but it was like this guy, he did um, like – a chart of uh, teams that like the percentage of that they're on schedule for first down, second down, third down. So like the uh, success on first down is like being second and six, I think, or second and seven. Like it was like then like third and three or third and four or something like that. And then giants and jets are way near the bottom. So this would definitely, if you're not just like, all right, first down, we're going to have to give the ball to Barkley again. Could definitely open up their offense. Um, their defense is not good enough for them to be like, oh shit, like they're going to be in the, you know, they're not going to have the in the hunt tag on them no. in late November, early December. They're not going to be dog shit, but no, they, won't be, they won't be in not. the hunt. Absolutely not. But I guess I'm thinking more of fantasy purposes. Do you think they get more drives? Do you think they, like, do you think they get more drives? Um, they, an offense that isn't afraid to pass on first down more or, do design or do what Philip Rivers loves to do, which is the designs pass run, where you're replacing yeah. a run for a three yard pass to a running back. Well, they definitely probably will have less three and outs because if you just give the ball to Barkley and he gets stuffed both times, you're not succeeding on third and nine or whatever. So yeah, I mean yeah. It'll a more drives. It all comes down to how uh, Judge and uh, Garrett can. Um, can basically work this offense because coming out coming out oh, to I week com, coming scared. out to week three um, without Barkley and now you have Deion Lewis and Gallman and I don't think Freeman's gonna do really much of anything first week uh, with the Giants. Um, you can really confuse teams um, at least out of the gate. I don't know how long that would that would take, but if you have a good game plan where now no one can you know you're. Everyone, everything was predicated on uh, film of watching how you played with Barkley. Now you don't have that. And if you could sort of just do like a little like, you know, switch, just something a little different that, uh, you know, don't just, you know, obviously not going to make Dion Lewis or Gallman try and be Barkley. It's not, that's, you can't do that. So if you could, anything different, I think, can sort of confuse defenses a bit because at least they're not going to know what's coming. You know, especially if you if you could switch the backs out a bit um, you know, so you don't know who is going to be on a, oh, this is a running play. Oh, this is a, this is a, you know, a design passing play because Deion Lewis is in. Like, I, I think there's a, definitely a few more options for the Giants, at least coming out of the gate. So I don't even know who they're playing this week. Um, San Francisco. Oh, that's right. That's right. San Francisco. That's right. They, San Francisco is going to West Virginia to a nice resort. I was, I, I found out. And then they're going back to, uh, 
to uh, New Jersey to play the Giants. Uh, I don't know how I, I so I I heard that really? somewhere. Yeah, that's embarrassing when you're leaving New Jersey to go to West Virginia. I believe it was West Virginia to go was to. Was it the, well, it's was a, it that giant golf course? It's like a very um, patch. It's like a very common resort that uh, NFL the NFL uses to. Uh, yeah, there's a huge golf players. tournament there. Yeah, it's like the Patch or something. Yeah, I think that's but actually also, yeah. I think that's what it's called. You're right. Um, so yeah. Okay, so anyway, but the uh, the. Um, one thing against it though is I know Jason Garrett wasn't calling calling the plays for the Cowboys the last like three years, but he obviously still had a big hand in it. Um, the Cowboys were in the bottom or top five of running it on first down. Well, if there's any, okay, if there's any, so like they they that was like their strategy, and obviously strategy with Zeke, like you want to feed Zeke um, according to his tattoo. Um, which is just a ridiculous tattoo to have in about 20 years. Um, not when so he's like, like not, not, obviously not. it's like a different strategy. Well, if, if he needs like, to be fed when he's very old, I was going to say, drunk. you just point to the tattoo wherever yeah, it is true. and you're like, yeah. it's a, a pretty damn good one. You know, and he it's actually reading. probably the only good tattoo to yeah. have when you're very old. Yeah. When you're like, yeah, no, I actually got this thinking about what am I going to do? He, he, he just played the long game on all of them. Yeah, me. <laughs> It should, he should get a white meat tattoo on his ass and he'd be perfectly situated for old age. A, a tramp stamp. Yeah, white meat. You, you see the tattoo? Come on. Um, all right. Uh, here's – I have two – we're redrafting today. Uh, two wide receiver tandems that I need you to pick from. Mm. I'll start with Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster. We're redrafting today. Who do you pick first? Ooh, I mean, Juju has looked good too, but Deontay Johnson has gotten a lot of targets, man. Is this uh, just Juju where, like, he had a one season where he was just, where Antonio Brown was ridiculous, so Ju- he could just shine on, like, single coverage, like, on the weak side of the field? And then now Deontay Johnson is just the actual better receiver, and, like, defenses are going to eventually have to start going over to him more. I mean, 13 targets last week and eight receptions. I mean, I I think, I, I, you know, I know it's only two weeks, but even last year, I mean, with some shitty, yeah. shitty, yeah. shitty quarterback play, he looked really good. So, I'm, And it I'm, took Rodgers one half to start just feeding him. Like the first half of the first game, he seemed kind of hesitant. And then after the first half, when they kind of – or the Giants were kind of sticking around and they wanted to put him down, he just started feeding. Jackson. I would say right now, if you, I mean, I would uh, I would go, all right, wait, to answer your question, Deontay Johnson over Juju. And if I'm a, if I'm a, a uh, if I'm playing fantasy football, and obviously you probably are if you're listening to this, um, I would target him now considering he only has one touchdown uh, in the two games. And I would try and see, try and, you know, swindle someone to think that maybe all oh, those only a two two game set versus a bad Giants team and a mediocre Broncos team. Like I would try and use that to grab him before because after this you're not gonna have a chance. Like yeah, it's only up from here for Deontay. So if you want to strike, this is the last chance you have to grab him this year before he um give up a name ascends. for him. Yeah, give exactly. Up Scary Terry or yeah, yeah. Give if up. somebody's willing to take your T.Y. Hilton off your hand or hands or something Nobody's like that, taking or... T.Y. Hilton right now. <laughs> Unless they're like T.Y. Hilton's family. No one's taking no, T.Y. Hilton. No, I'm right just kidding. <laughs> um, but oh, I'm, yeah, trying so to, I'm trying to think of a decent name 
you could give up that somebody would want that's right. not going too far. Maybe like, like a uh, Cooper Cup or... Uh, yeah, I would consider that. I don't, I don't know who's doing that based on two weeks with people, but I mean, name-wise, recognition, I mean, people will see Cooper Cup, maybe. I mean, I could, yeah. Um, I'm just looking to see if any of the names I'm looking at. Um, would you do, would you get rid of like Hollywood Brown? You think Hollywood Brown yeah. would be a good name? Really? Yeah, I mean, I do like Hollywood Brown. This is nothing. Wow. I, I really do like Hollywood Brown a lot this year. But uh, I think I think Deontay Johnson is just going to keep rising. I don't know. I, it's always if if Big Ben stays healthy. But if Big Ben if Big Ben stays healthy, that team has proven to support top end wide receivers. It's like having the running back on um, on the Chiefs or uh, the running back for the Steelers or something like that. Like they just, they're just proven to support top end wide receivers. So I rather, I rather get the guy who's rising on a team. I know supports wide receivers. What'd you give a Beckham? <laughs> I knew I had to say it. That's, that, that's tough, but I am, I am getting, I'm, I'd be close. And I think you might be able to get something else too. If you give me Deontay Johnson and a, uh, flex running back I, I i'd pull the trigger so i don't know what flex running back we're talking about but um so somebody that you know you can start at running back that isn't too high because running backs are at a premium right now like a jk dobbins or a, a kelly or robinson or <laughs> david montgomery or something like that oh montgomery coming back into the fold man had that really nice, unfortunate, really nice, really nice play against the Giants, which I really hated. By the way, the Giants—I really wanted the Giants to win that game. I had a lot. They were close. If I had the Giants and the Falcons, fucked me big time. Well, sorry for the language. I guess I curse all the time on this podcast. Um, what? I don't know why. I don't know why. Just it, it, was, it was very. It was aggressive. It was aggressive. F word. That's why. They got ten yards away from winning, so you can't. I'm not. I'm not feeling like John is as a Jets fan. I at least I got to watch a game where my team got ten yards away from winning. Uh, so so it wasn't like, <laughs> oh, let's turn this game off in the third quarter. I mean it seemed like it could have been like that, but man, they made a good good uh, good second half of that game. Yeah. Um, All right. Sorry. You wanna do the second one? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're redrafting today. This one's gonna be very controversial. Uh oh. Do you pick Calvin Ridley or Julio Jones? Ooh, it's got to be Ridley, man. It's got to be. Really? Yeah. Ridley right now is. is I mean, one. he is just like. like he, I mean, I was, I was on Ridley. I think we all were, honestly, but like, on him all season that he's going to, or all preseason that he's going to be the breakout, the Godwin of, of this year. And he's. I wasn't. I, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't. I wasn't there with you guys. I mean, I'm there now, but I wasn't. I was not. I was really, really high on Godwin last year, like I was two years ago. But I, I didn't buy into the Ridley as much as I should have. No, I definitely. I mean, I I saw it last year, and even his rookie season, he got hurt last year, missed like the last like three games of the season or something like that, uh, which is when Russell Gage actually uh, sort of uh, you know made his time to shine. But uh, yeah, Ridley is like he is. He is the new Julio Jones. You know, he's an Alabama receiver coming onto the Falcons. Yeah, he can score. And, and, but yes, and exactly. He's, well, Julio could score in his early days. 
Julio scored in his early days. So you hope he doesn't become Julio of the late Julio, where, uh, you know, it's only like five, six uh, touchdowns per year. But, you know, early on, actually, I'm actually looking, it's pretty bad. It's actually pretty abysmal. He's only had double-digit touchdowns twice, Julio. That was his second season. God damn it, Julio. Also, like, ever since what? Uh, the Falcons. What? What? Four, five, six, seven. And he only has 57 touchdowns, Julio Jones. He has 12,000 yards. He has 12,300 yards, 57 touchdowns. Oh. All, all before like the five. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But no, who? So, so I mean, you think they're probably going to get near the same amount of yards going out through the season? But you like Calvin Ridley's touchdown prospects more. Yeah, I just think. Oh, for sure. He, look, he's the. He's gonna unless something happens to Ridley, like what happened last year. He's gonna be the the healthier of the two receivers because Julio Jones, as we know, is always sort of hurt, plays hurt. Um, he's like an Iron Man in that team. But Ridley is just a, he's fast, he's quick, and Matt Ryan has a fucking arm. So he's always going to find Ridley. And Ridley gets open. So he's a young Julio. All right. Uh, Calvin Ridley has played eight games since the Falcons traded Sanu. He's got 50 catches, 730 yards, and seven touchdowns on 71 targets. Yeah, I mean, that's almost 100 yards and a touchdown a game. Yeah. It's a little under 100 yards a touchdown a game. I mean, I'll, I'll take that all the time. And, like, and no disrespect to Julio, but kind of disrespect to Julio. Like, how many times have we called this? Would you trade Julio for Deontay Johnson? No, I wouldn't do that. Not, not, not yet. It's too, it's, I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. But this is, this is what we stressed, too, in years past. Um, you know, don't, don't get hung up on names uh, too late into the season. You get hung up on names and you miss out on uh, on guys that are breaking out that season. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I got I did I did this last year. I got hung up on names. I traded uh, my breakout guys for big name guys. I did a I did a Austin Eckler with a few other people package for Barkley. I did like I was like let me just let me get big name guys um, and put all, together all these good guys that I collected that I'm like, they can't keep this up. But uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of off on that strategy. I think why not? Why can't keep guys keep it up? Why can't Calvin really keep it up? Why can't Deontay Johnson keep it up? You got, you got sucked into the glitz and glamour and you learned the glitz and glamour. Yep. You, uh, you bottomed out on the glitz and glamour. Now you're like, just going back to small town living, just getting your, you know, getting your boys. (laughs) For sure, yeah, yeah. The, I think it the, makes sense. The song "Little Room." <laughs> that we all that we all know and love and cherish. All right. Well, okay. Let me uh, <laughs> let me sing the lyrics for you. You know, when you're in your little room and you're working on something good, but it's, if it's really good, you're going to need a bigger room. And when you're in your bigger room, you might not know what to do. You might have to think of how you got started. When you were in your little room. Is this a children's book? No, it's a White Stripes song. It's a great song. It's like Wait, it's a White Stripes song. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sounds sounds like it's only like thirty seconds. It sounds like it could be from a children's book. You're right, John. They, <laughs> have, some, they have. They're actually one of the most basic bands ever. So they yeah. have some songs that do sound like they would be in children's books, but they're they are I so. I can tell that we like, are going to be friends. They're I love the White Stripes. Oh, I, I, I meant basic. Basic in the best way possible to what they aim for. Yeah, no, they're I, just like very minimal. Yeah, their music is good. I I, uh, I don't great concert. 
great I don't know. concert. One of my favorite concerts of all time. But yeah, yeah, let's get back to that little room to our boys. Uh, get back to that mindset. <laughs> Do you, do you have any 2020, more? 2020, going back to that little room. Do you have, yeah. any, do you have any more questions or that was that it? Um, I, I had a couple tight end things because it's the year of the tight end. I mean, it's either the year of the tight end or the year of you don't you dare drop that handcuff. But I'll stick to the year of the tight end because that's a little more uh, muster behind its name. I don't know. Don't you? The year of the don't you dare drop that handcuff kind of flows. Yeah, don't you dare drop that handcuff. No matter <laughs> so what. Um, so I, I said earlier that Font was this year's Kittle. Um, I have a question for Jazeki. He is seems to be their slot receiver this year, which if he's still on your wire, pick him up. They're using him in the slot a lot. I think he just missed a breakout game the first game, and then he got there the second game. So do you think his potential rises or falls if they bring in Tua? Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it goes up. I mean, it's gotta go up just because he's a better quarterback, right? I, not necessarily. Not, not, I mean, not, not that's not necessarily true. But I mean, he looks you know he looks pretty good. I mean, he made a fucking spectacular catch um, this past week. This I don't know if you guys saw that crazy one handed catch he brought in. Um, yeah, but uh, he, he's definitely athletic. He's uh, you know, he's, he runs good routes, but I mean, I I think, I think with Tua coming, I think that would that would raise um, that would you know push him up a bit, and uh, you know, in the year of tight end, that's tough because there are so many uh, big names out there to uh, try and make yourself shine. For sure, I do I do like him though. I don't think you leave him out there. I'm uh, pushing him into my top eight of tight ends right now, even in the year of the tight end. Top eight? That's pretty. Uh, yeah. Because you know nuts. why? Because I don't think he's a tight end right now. I think he's a flex receiver. Yeah, he's not blocking. They're bringing him in. Uh, they're not. They're barely using him as a tight end, and it's more of a glitch where you're not going to get fantasy sport fantasy uh, sites to change his position at this point in the year. But if you if you for some reason decide to watch Dolphins games this year, they're not using him as a tight end. Well. They're on Thursday Night Football versus Jack, so we're all going to get to see it. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. Watch him. Watch him line up in the slot consistently um, for most of his snaps. I'll be looking for that versus the Jaguars. Yeah, Anthony, take pictures and post them on Twitter. Speaking uh, speaking of the Jaguars, though, before we get anywhere else, uh, yeah. I know you guys are the tight end, but uh, have you guys at all changed your um, opinion about the mustache, Gardner Minshew? You guys are talking down on him a lot. Talking down big time. Like, I, know, I mean, obviously, yeah, I was very down on him. But I feel like this is what he just does. He, like, he over, over uh, performs for, like, five, six weeks. The hype gets to just uncontrollable levels of hype. Like, fucking, like, just, like, like music festival. Like, everyone's on drugs levels of hype. But it's not like he's and done that for years. It's not like and he's then, done like, that for years. Everyone, everyone's dehydrated. They all crash, and everyone needs to go to the defense. Wait, wait, but not he hasn't been doing that for years. It was he was a rookie last year. I mean, the guy had he's to. He's done guy, it for a year. But the guys had to progress a bit. I mean, the guy's thrown for over five hundred yards, and he had six touchdowns in two games. Seventy-five percent completion percentage. I mean, 
that's not terrible. First, you know, I mean, Tennessee is like, not a so not like, a bad also team. Also, like the fifty fifty balls that he throws are going to go the other way eventually, or get knocked down at least. I mean, right? he's only thrown six interceptions last year. But will they get up again? <laughs> I I just think I think you, are you ever going to keep Gardner Minshew down? I think you guys no nah, he. he, he uh, are hating. I think you guys are hating on Minshew too much. You know, like I, I think. No, I mean, I mean, I okay, so either. I'm not hating on him. My problem is I don't think the yard. I, okay, granted the yards were there last game, three thirty nine. Uh, I I think that's more of an aberration. Like that's that's not the norm for him. That's my only problem with Gardner Minshew is I think he's more around the two hundred yard passer. So you're really hoping that the that he puts up two TDs. At least two TDs every game. I think that, that's, that's doable. My, that's my only issue with Minshew is I just don't think he throws for two enough yards to be a viable starter in fantasy every week. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be a viable starter in fantasy every week, but I mean, I had him, like, when we were drafting quarterbacks, I think I had him in my top 25, and you guys, you know, gave me some shit for it, you know? I, I, I think it was justifiable to have him in top 25, right? Come on. I feel like you said a lot more than just having him in your top 25. I feel like you went on a whole Gardner Minshew thing. I think I probably did because you guys poo-pooed him on his, on the 25. You guys gave me well, some you shit. Like, you like saddled up and get, gave him a mustache ride pretty much. No, for the, I don't give him mustache ride. I mean, he's giving me mustache ride. That's how it goes. <laughs> there's, there's no, I'm not giving I had him 23. I had him above Kirk Cousins and above John's... Uh, John's uh, Messiah, Sam Darnold. I don't well, think that was. I don't. I don't think that was too high. I think. I don't think twenty three was too high to have. Uh, I'm not saying the ranking. I'm saying. I'm sorry. I got the mustache ride confused backwards. Um, yeah, he's yeah. giving you one. My bad. Uh, role reversal sometimes is fun, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't kink shame well, here. Look at his next. Look at his next four weeks: Dolphins, Bengals, Texans, Lions. That's a pretty nice fucking stretch. Like, it's not even... oh, it sure is. And I, I'm, I just think you, you started just like kind of talking about him a lot. Is the thing. I don't think yeah, it was just the ranking. Of your bullshit than I don't think it was just the ranking. I think you went on some little like Minshew diatribe where you started yeah. saying that beards are that mustaches are cooler than beards, and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick did not like that at all. So. Yeah, didn't we like cancel two guys that you were talking about just because like you were being very annoying about it last week? I'm actually literally staring at a picture of uh, Fitzpatrick next to Minshew and the massive beard versus the mustache. It's pretty. It's hairy. They got into a little heated, heated uh, war of words over the mustache and the beard. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Gotta appreciate that. Um, also, <laughs> the uh, Jaguars run game though. I don't, know if, I don't know how much we want to talk about, but that's some, definitely something that is doing very well with Chenault and Robinson. I mean, over 100 yards for Robinson last week. I mean, yeah, and Chenault is Chenault is like what like uh, what Denard Robinson should should have been. <laughs> Denard Robinson. I don't think anyone said Denard Robinson's name back, in years. Like, no, he's like, no, he's a wide receiver officially, but like, uh, he does. He he he's like pretty much even in yards in. Like every game for both. This is this is exactly all right. So look, Barkley, a hundred times more dynamic than than Fournette. So I'm not comparing them to the two. Barkley is an amazing player, but this is exactly kind of what I'm talking about. The Jaguars seem to be having fun. Like they're just like we're not gonna do the 
you know we're handing it off to Fournette twice in this three, in in the first three downs kind of thing. Um, they're like, all right, we're gonna do a sweep to Chanel. We're gonna do Robinson. We're gonna throw like they're just kind of they're much more unpredictable than they were when they were two down, two yards for Fournette, one yard for Fournette, third and seven. So maybe maybe that's what they needed, and maybe Minshew was uh you know the guy. Minshew's definitely a chaos quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that that's fine though. Look, let let's, that's it. fine. That is fine. Anthony, you don't have to sell us on it. We're all rooting for him. If you're not rooting for Minshew, you're not a fun person. You're just you suck. You're sucky suck. Uh, well, th- I appreciate you saying that. I, thank you. I'm rooting <laughs> for him. I want to be wrong here. I want to see Minshew thrive as much as possible. Dude, this guy is glorious. Look, look at him. He's not <laughs> See, look, now we look. He's enthralled now. He can't even stop looking at him. Look, see what ha- this is what happens. What happens? He looks <laughs> like he's in Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, all right, I just had to bring that up. I don't know if you guys had any more questions before we got to the games or whatnot. No. Well, right. my last one. Re-rank the top, the top six. The Okay. Re-rank the top seven quarterbacks. I think seven right now are easily there's seven to me that are in the top seven, and then there's no one too too close to them. All right. So do I have to be in any order? Can I just give you seven names and then? No, I need you to give me an order. In uh, order. Fantasy. Fan- I need it to be fantasy related. Ah, All right. Number one. Right. Number one. I'm going Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's got to be Russell, right? Nine touchdowns to one interception so far this year. Killing Dan it. Dan Leeson, Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson. Okay. I'm giving Nick Russell. Rolling. All right. I'm going, uh, I think I'm going to do Pat Mahomes, too. I agree so far. That's how I have it right now. I, I think it's got to be Lamar Jackson, three. Yeah. I differ. Ooh. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, well, are we talking, like, for the rest of the season, or are we talking up until this point? Rest of the season. All right, I'm still doing Russell Wilson. I mean, sorry, um, Lamar Jackson Lamar. three. Lamar Jackson it's, three. I think his, you know why. I think his team is too good. You think it's too good? He, that team is too good. He, they're just going to have a lot they, of fourth quarters off. All right. So the real question is: is is, is, is the next one Aaron Rodgers? Not for no. Me. I think it's either it's either Matt Ryan or Josh Allen for for him. I think it's Josh Allen than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan didn't make my top seven. He what? has. To, to me, he's eight. Wow. My three is uh, Kyler Murray. Well, yeah, coming around. Coming yeah. around. Again, this is not us hating this one player. This is you just claiming this one player despite what we say. No, 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 no. This is you always giving me shit when I, get, when I go high on somebody. Always giving me shit. First off, Kyler Murray was my fifth quarterback in the quarterback rankings. Look, you just like to give me shit when I... You when also I, go to such the extreme with people... That, that if, have, you get, if you get one right, it's it's like you planted a thousand flags in like this little patch of ground that you just discovered. Well, and but, for some reason, there's gold under there. Like the one in a million chance there's gold, and you're like, "Told you." Bitches. Well, first off, yeah. the the game is we to, have no choice but to go against. The game is to plant as many fucking flags as you can into that little patch of grass. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm, I am picking him because he has the best connection with his number one wide receiver and he is they're unleashing his legs 
Yes. That, weird. that is weird. more than last season. Absolutely oh, someone, ridiculous. Someone on Twitter said that he runs like he's a, like a cartoon character in the 50s where his legs move so fast, but they only go like two yards. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's you know, a, he just, he scampers. He is a little, he is a little dude. You know, he is a tiny little dude though. So he's not like a big guy. He's, he's probably the most unrealistic person to watch when you watch it. Where Lamar Jackson is the most physically gifted person to watch. He's the most... This isn't. I don't think this is how like physics and uh, size and stuff works. Like he shouldn't be outrunning all these giant guys and like kind of slip slipping in between them. He looks like he looks like they just lose him. Like they just don't. They kind of are like, well, where did he? I don't know where he is right now. And he's, <laughs> well, he's like, like five six. So, I'm yeah. right. I'm right behind you guys. I'm right here. I was not expecting you. To, I mean, I, I I figured you had him in the top five. I just I honestly thought because Josh Allen. I mean, he has the most yards right now, and he's, he has six touchdowns and no picks. Like I thought he's my number four. Okay, I, I, he couldn't. He's be. my number four because of still because of the running, and it looks like actually he's my number five because I still have Lamar Jackson because Josh Allen has played a bad schedule so far. I was gonna say, is it a little bit of fool's gold mm. with Josh Allen? Like, like he's obviously still gonna be. He's always in our top what nine. He's always like he's he wasn't all that in our QB rankings. But is it a little bit of fool's goal to be this high with him? I'm putting him five <laughs> with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> the field stretching ability of Diggs and Brown. So they have pretty much the perfect team around him, where it's just two really big deep threats and him running. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put Matt Ryan in. I'll make, I'll change it to top eight. Because I felt I did disrespect Matt Ryan, and I apologize. So I'll change it to the top eight. So I have Wilson, Mahomes, Kyler, Jackson, Allen as my top five, and then I have Cam Rogers, Matt Ryan. That's right, Cam number six. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't like. Cam. I that's, I think that's the Patriots quarterback. I think um, I think I'd have Ryan. I like Cam. I I think I'd have Ryan over Cam. Um. He just looks he looks dialed in with those receivers. Um, he does, but if you're gonna design five goal line runs every single game for the quarterback, that's a fan that's kiss chef's kiss fantasy dream right there. <laughs> do, do, and that's I've never seen anything like I've never seen so many designed runs from the three. Cam is gonna have a LeGarrette Blunt season with throwing. That tw- that like eighteen touchdown rushing touchdown from the two yard line, LeGarrette Blunt season. But you add on yeah. 250 yards throwing. We were both talking it. about that, like how ridiculous it's going to be, and we we had him yeah. we had him ranked high. We had him ranked we high. We had him in the top ten. And people were fucking, you know, people don't believe. People do not believe this guy is going to be ridiculous. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be ridiculous. But the, I I just think with Rogers' resurgence, those are eight guys where this completely blows out of the water what we had last year. Well, you're just having these guys are putting up 35 points a game. Now, all right. Well, let's. Well, How much guy, of that is also defenses being out of practice and shitty. Well, I was also, I was also. Together. Yeah, that's true. So I was gonna say, like someone like Deshaun Watson, who was a top five for uh, all of us, I believe, um, if not six. Five or six, um, I think. Do we do we put this two games on playing against uh, a hyped up Chiefs team coming off the Super Bowl home? I know they weren't. Def- I mean, they were fans. Um, and then are playing against the Ravens in weeks one and two. Like, I know he doesn't. I, are, is it we pull, putting this fully on not having Hopkins? I mean, yeah. The, all right. Next week, 
This week they play Pittsburgh. So another tough, so another that, tough that's gonna be, Like he still scored 16 points against Baltimore. So it's not like he had like a nine point game. I know, but only two touchdown passes in two games yeah. with 528 yards in yeah. in those he's, games. Right. He's he's dropping down without without Hopkins. I still love him, yeah. but and I for, I completely forgot about Dak. I'm sorry, Dak. So yeah, Dak. let's make it a top nine because uh, only two touchdown Dak passes clearly, so far though. Only two yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, he had three rushing touchdowns. I, the rushing touchdowns are ridiculous, but uh, and, but he also did play against Atlanta, and he had a bad he had a bad first game, and the second game. If any, if if you want to play any defense for a get right game, I would put Atlanta over the Jets. I rather play fantasy wise. I rather see Atlanta, my team go against Atlanta. Because Atlanta will at least stay in the game. Um, yeah, exactly. You can't rest your guys against Atlanta. All right, but for Deshaun Watson after the Steelers game. He plays the Vikings, Jaguars, Titans, Packers, bye week. Jaguars again, Browns, Pats, and then Lions in week 12. Like, that's a very favorable rest of schedule besides the Titans and Patriots. So, like, like, I, I would not bet against them. Yeah. No, no, I'm not against them. But even with that schedule, if I'm redrafting, he's not... Making my top eight. Oh, that's fine. It's just like he's not like dropping like out of like the top twelve. I w- I definitely would like to see the next no. couple of weeks just to see like I want to get a real benchmark for what being without Hopkins is. And it's so funny because you know how you guys you know you sort of mentioned like oh maybe with Barkley out like they're not forcing to Barkley and that was something I think Bill O'Brien said or someone I think well, I don't know if it was Bill O'Brien but uh like oh we're not trying to force it to DeAndre Hopkins every time but it's like I think this is a little different um you know you don't get rid of your one of the best wide receivers in the league um and expect That's just a dumb thing to say cuz you're not forcing to a wide receiver like it's he's getting open, open yeah time. I mean yeah. A running a running play you start with the pure decision Unless it's an option, which you don't see too, too many options, you start with a pure decision that it's going to be a yeah. run. A passing play, you don't start with a pure decision that DeAndre Hopkins is getting the ball on this play. Yeah. It's DeAndre Hopkins gets open 15 times a game, so you're, you're him getting the him the ball. Yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, but It's a stupid thing. For I, do, I, do agree, I, I do agree with you, though. If drafting right now, he has to be out of top eight. I mean, and everyone who shit on Rodgers... Um, yeah, he. Um, well, I mean, I've I've heard the the take that the Packers drafted a quarterback just to spite Aaron Rodgers, so he'd have a f- couple fucky seasons. <laughs> it's a great take. Uh, um, and look, to... you could even you could even compare. You could even you know take Watson and say, is Big Ben safer at I mean, this point with his weapons over Watson? Looking uh, good right now. Yeah, that's that's real. That's a that would be. Right at the borderline of each other. It's always the question for Big Ben is if he stays healthy. Yeah, but I mean, when he is healthy, and he's you know he's been healthy more often than not. Um, you know he 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 puts up the numbers. You know he's putting up these numbers, and I think you know maybe being off a year from injury, being a little bit fresh for his thirty eighth. I think you know, being thirty eight now. I, I think you know he um, he might. I think he might finish above Watson this year. You know, having oh, that. We'll ha- I mean, he rarely throws for under 300 yards. Is his thing. 
And and he's only going to get better the more games he plays. I feel like you know he's going to get more comfortable in the pocket again. You know he just I think he he's shaking off a little bit of rust and still looking good while doing it. So uh, see how the elbow holds up. All right, before we go longer, should we just do quick lead the games because I feel like we're already going kind of long. Uh, yeah, let's let's chop down some games. Chop them. Okay, All right, chop real quick. Uh, very interesting battle of two no teams. Uh, Rams at the Bills. I was not expecting the Rams to be 2-0. No. Um, they squawked, squeaked by the Cowboys. I forget who they played last week, but whatever. The Eagles. The, oh, the Eagles. The Eagles look like dog shit. Eagles did come back. They were up on that NF- NFC East. They, uh, they came back. They made, they made it a game, and then the, the Rams were like, nah, we're just going to put you guys to bed. And uh, yeah. 31-19, I think it was, at the end, when yeah. it was so, all said and done. Rams was just... One running back against the Bills, obviously very good rush defense. Um, I mean, Cobb Woods had a rushing touchdown, so maybe they incorporate him. Like I'm still pick, I'm still playing him in Cup. Higby somehow had like three three, three touchdowns, receiving touchdowns. Ridiculous. Because you're the tight end. Um, <laughs> it's absurd, man. Yeah. These they are all going off. It, yeah. They really so, are. I mean. I told you not to sleep on Jordan Reed, by the way, last week. Had two touchdowns. Even yeah, Jordan Reed. Yeah, even Jordan Reed is going off. <laughs> the fucking backup for Dallas had over. Had <laughs> That's madness. Like, what is going on right now? The funny thing, if you looked into his fantasy pros thing the day before um, he played, because I just was like, oh, who's the Blake Jarwin backup? Let me just see. And his thing was like, um, I don't know, like Dalton or I forget what his name is, but they're like, not much of an athlete, doesn't really possess any athletic capabilities, but, but you know. <laughs> and then he puts up like 100 yards. I, and I don't think we're going to get to that. John, we don't have the Colts game on uh, on tap for the for your for your five games, do we? No. So I just want to bring up Mo Ali Cox, who comes in for the uh, the bruiser Jack Doyle and has over 100 yards. And uh, he, he, he goes off. Yards. And he yeah. goes off. So it's... Uh, 111 for yeah. Mo Ali Cox. Apparently it's... Next man up on the tight end uh, on block to just you know, uh, <laughs> come yeah. through. Hurst with a long touchdown. TJ Hawkinson's even scoring some points. It's it's quite a spectacle. <laughs> it's weird. I finally but... got it. Janu Smith had two touchdowns, it. right? Janu yeah, Smith John had Smith. touchdowns. Janu, yeah. Oh man. Uh, so and then Waller capped it off last night with a phenomenal game. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, so is the are the Rams back to being the offense that we just play everybody? This is definitely the test for the Buffalo Bills. They, you know, I, I, this is uh this is going to be the game where I think do you see the Josh Allen of the first you know two years ago you know and last year mm-hmm. where he um you know his completion percentage right now is seventy. Like I don't I think with the pressure that he's going to get in his face from Aaron Donald um and you know being able to maybe i don't know if you know ramsey's gonna shadow stefan Diggs. i don't know how they're gonna work that situation um it's definitely gonna be a tough tough sledding for allen i think this week and uh i'm i like the rams and i like i you know i I always like robbie woods um but i i i think this is the this is gonna be a down game i mean look allen's gonna get his points but i think this is gonna be a down game for for players like Diggs and john brown uh, who might have some tough, tough matchups uh, this week? But I, I mean, you're gonna play him. I'm pretty sure you're playing Diggs. Diggs look ridiculous, and you're probably playing Brown because there's so many injuries, and Brown looks good too. But it's gonna be a tough matchup this week, I think, for the uh, 
for the Bills. First tough matchup. Yeah, Brown has been a very solid flex play this the first two games. He's been on that 75-yard one touchdown kick, that like four catches, 75-yard one touchdown. He's like, that's yeah. his wheelhouse. Yeah how, yeah, how do you bench Diggs? He's looked like he had an instant connection with Josh Allen. Um, yeah, this is a, I guess this is a play if you got him. You got to play Robert Woods. Cooper Cup, I'm a little questionable about. And throw Henderson in there. Um, I'm not sure if Higby does this. Well, you know, Jacecki just lit up the Bills, so maybe Higby does do yeah. the same thing. Look, it's funny. I, you just mentioned that the Rams have beat up on the NFC East. The Bills have been beating up on the AFC East. So this is really a good uh, test for both teams to see, like, oh hey, maybe like you know, who you know, or who's the actual real good team here? Or maybe they're both really good teams. They'll be a solid game. I, I I honestly think the Rams are gonna win this game. Uh, they look like the Rams of a couple years ago, maybe with a little more, I don't know, like, I don't want to say like skill, but like they're not just like flinging it, like getting like five hundred yards passing. They, I think they're playing more of a complete game now. The Rams more so than they were. Yeah, years ago. they learned their lesson a little bit from last year that like they can't just go out and air it out every game. Yeah, and have Todd Gurley, who clearly, I mean, something happened with that arthritis that sapped him of a lot of his his explosiveness. They can't just put him out there and have him pick up fifty yards on these little wheel routes like he did constantly throwing it to him when he was going off three years, two years ago. And it, it helps uh, help you have infinite money where you could just give everyone a new contract. Um, I, I don't know. Just, that's, yeah, just play, pressing Rose no, like 20 times into no, the game. I don't know how that well, works, but, you know, they got Woods a new contract. They got Cooper a new contract. They got Ramsey a new contract. You know, just, just giving all the big contracts. They're good, you know, with golf. They don't have a salary no. cap. It's fine. I don't and <laughs> I feel like... Magic Johnson has to be a part owner we just don't know about. I feel like he, he takes he takes over LA teams and just pumps billions into them, and you're like, Magic Johnson, you're doing well. <laughs> I, you know, good for you, man. Um, all right, I got a decent fantasy question for this. If you drafted Buffalo Bills defense, I know we don't mm-hmm. often talk about defenses, but you probably draft them as a defense you don't want to drop. Uh, do you play them in this game? I think if you, you just kind of play the bullet for one week. Yeah, because they'll probably still get you eight points or something. Yeah, they won't get you negative points. I mean, it's possible, depending on if there are certain other defenses available. I mean, yeah, the Bills are are one of the elite defenses. Like, if you have, like... What about Washington? Grant Washington's defense versus Cleveland. You know, well, they, yeah, but you're not going to. Well, drop I'm saying them you're not. Gonna, like, you don't want to. You don't want to drop. No, them not dropping them. You don't want to drop. But if you have a spot, if you if you're able to put them on your bench, I mean, don't you think Washington's defense can get to Baker Mayfield and cause some havoc? You know, yeah, something yeah, like that. Or, oh, if, shit, but if, if his defense is still out there, I know they lost a star player, but I was able to grab Indy's defense right away uh, Tuesday morning. Pretty I mean, happy about that. I mean, versus the Jets, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you be, right? Sorry, John. Sorry, John. Can't. Uh, I mean, uh, they, oh, uh, fire Adam Gase. <laughs> they lit up. Uh, yeah, there you go. And their defense lit up the uh, Vikings, who's an- another team that's kind of imploding. So, yeah. If you're trying to start a Tennessee defense, another good looking one, the Vi- Kirk Cousins is imploding. He looks. He doesn't look like a starter right now. Look, he got he got his seventy something million guaranteed, so he's good. He's good. I mean, he got, I mean, if we were in the New York metropolitan area, that if the 
Vikings were the Jets and Jets were the Vikings. We'd be, talk, we'd be talking about how the Vikings have just looked like dog shit. They yeah. have. Yeah. He's, he's in he a, got a negative he's, voice. He's bottom three right now in quarterbacks I would pick who are starting. Uh, it would be him, Trubisky. Bottom two. In, and Darnold, I guess. But I don't uh, think it's well, really Darnold's fault. I don't know. Yeah, only one of them had Adam Gase as a coach, so. Oh man, yeah, he was eleven for twenty six for one hundred and thirteen and three interceptions. What a that's not great. That's not great. Whoa. He had a he had a QB rating of fifteen point nine and a total QBR of nine point four. He's looking really bad. Wow. Uh, wow. I mean, all right, ha- I would put Haskins up there too. Haskins. I'd rather have Haskins right now than Cousins. Haskins, he he have he who throws three yards. Every single throw. Hey man, Haskins like has less arm strength than Drew Brees. Weirdly, <laughs> poor bastard. He's so right. young. He's so young. That quickly uh, the right. rest of the games because we're going super long. Uh, Cowboys at Seahawks. Uh, oh, play the, everybody. Yeah, play uh, everybody. This is a great one. But this is juicy. This is this like is just a, such a great game. Also, uh, the CD Lamb takeover of the Cowboys receiving core is happening before very often. Yeah, that was quick. That was real quick. That was way quick. And Russell Wilson finally might get some MVP votes. I planted a few flags on that last week, Anthony. So you got to plant a lot of flags. You got to plant as many I flags as possible. A, I planted a few flags on CD Lamb taking over. Much you guys quicker. sound like a. Uh, the what's it Kurt Russell from Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 2 just planting seeds on yeah. all these different planets yeah we gotta plant many seeds on them just keep just keep doing it keep doing it well in our league Thomas drafted Josh Allen C.D. Lamb Diggs Calvin yeah. Ridley Hilaire um, and he came at me with this is the best fantasy football team I ever drafted and I was like this is the riskiest fantasy football team I ever saw like who knows what Diggs is gonna be uh, C.D. Lamb's a rookie. Hilaire's a rookie. You drafted him fifth overall. Right, you uh, just hit and hit and hit and hit. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, you're banking on. He's your wide receiver one. You're banking on him overtaking uh, Jones. And he's hit on every single one. Yeah, look. It's, uh, yeah he's, he's living large. He, living should, large he, sure. should, he should definitely play the lottery, just straight up. Cause that's a lot a lot of hits. That's, yeah. That is he a lot of hits. In, he's in two, two leagues in his other league. He had the first pick and picked. Decided to go crazy and pick Barkley. And I was like, all right, well, it looks like you're in one league now. <laughs> uh, maybe you can recover. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, this is a game, like just we said last week when uh, Dallas played uh, the Falcons, is it's going to be a ton of offense. Yeah, the Seattle Seattle uh, defense does have some 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 bite to them, but there's, there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. So, I mean, just just if you have, if you have one of the guys, just play him, right? I mean, who are you sitting here? No one. Uh, Absolutely no one. No. All right. Uh, Packers at Saints, mainly because if Devontae Adams doesn't play, how... Scantling, uh, right? What? Scantling, is that the guy? Well, yeah, MBS, but, like, it, it, he's going to be going up against Lattimore. Like, how successful is that going to be? I or think is it just Aaron Rodgers doesn't even give a fuck anymore? It's just going to happen. It'll happen regardless. I mean, look, the way Aaron Rodgers is playing right now, and if, if he actually liked to, if he liked throwing it to tight ends... Then he'd be, he'd be even more successful because the Saints seem to have not had an ability to cover tight ends. Um, Rob Gronkowski is a, you know, I mean, look, even OJ Howard had a good game versus the Saints. Um, so, you know, a big physical tight end seems to be uh, uh, an Achilles for the for New Orleans. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't, doesn't throw to him. 
Uh, so I like, I mean, I like MVS if Devontae Adams doesn't go this week, even if Atlanta Moore's on him. Uh, Lazard, who knows? But uh, the one thing I have to apologize for, I think, is that they finally seem to figure out that Aaron Jones is the guy. Like we, um, yeah, we talked about how the the touchdowns might not be there, but they seem to be getting him the ball a lot more, and he's doing everything possible with the ball when he gets it. So if you, I mean, guess, he's a great all around running back. We, it's just, we, no, we didn't know if the share was going to be there. Well, that's the thing is we love Aaron Jones. We just were worried about the 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 coaching and what the the timeshare was going to be with him and Williams and the Dylan, whatever Dylan. the hell, Dylan. Uh, but no, they finally they seem to be learning, and Jones is just letting them give, re, allowing them to reap the benefits. So, well, I mean, he also did this last year, right, where he had those games where he put up forty five points or something. Yeah, but he's, it's not like he went nuts the first game. I mean, sixty six yards and a touchdown, still good, still good game. Um, but he does this, right? I mean, or it's not that he does this; the Packers allow him to do this sometimes. <laughs> Uh, with Adams out, though, yeah. I mean, you can't get much better than Jones with Adams out because they have to kind of run the... They're kind of forced to run their offense their own. But I do like, you know, in in two games, he has 14 targets and eight receptions, which is nice because that's something that Williams was doing more yeah. so. Um, so the more targets, the better. And, you know, 16 carries week one, 18 carries week two. So that's trending upward, which is nice. And hopefully if he's around that 18, you know, carry a game mark, that's... Yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, and again, four touchdowns in, three, in two games total. So this guy seems to like a nose, nose for the end zone. Guy just loves the end zone. To me, he is obviously not even the same type of player at all, but he's the same fantasy player to me as Austin Eckler. When they decide that we're going, like, he's going to be the focal point, I would not rather anybody on my fantasy team that week than one of those two, Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones. Like, those guys, like, yeah, sign me up for 150 all-purpose yards easily. Um, but then you'll have phase-out games, which blows my mind because these two guys are just so fucking dynamic. I, 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 so I'm, I'm, I'm much higher on Aaron Jones than I was a week ago, but I'm yeah. still saying don't be, a, don't be surprised if he hits this game with uh, 80 total yards or something like that. Well, I mean, the Saints do have, a, if anything, the Saints do have a good run defense. So that's one thing they can sort of stop is the run. But look, I just, I'm just saying for the season, I think Aaron Jones is going to do better than I think previously we have mentioned because I, I, I just believe they're going to get him the ball more. So. Okay. Uh, let's go on to uh, probably cool. the most surprising 2 0 team, uh, in my opinion, the Raiders at the Patriots. Uh, Raiders, I mean, Josh Jacobs looks amazing. Bill Belichick's going—he's going to make their Bill Belichick's going to shut him down, make their car try and beat him. Well, he's not throwing—he's th- not throwing three touchdowns against the Patriots. Before before we dive into that though, uh, we didn't say anything about New Orleans and how um, Emmanuel Sanders was trash last week without Michael Thomas. Uh, the offense itself looked like trash without Michael Thomas. Um, as of right now, if you have a flex, maybe Traquan Smith. You may be playing Jared Cook, and Alvin Kamara is the only true option right now in New Orleans to be playing. So I just Jared, want to say Jared that. Cook is still the touchdown monster that he was last year. So I just want to say, like, yeah, like, but it's Cook, 
Uh, it's it's Kamara, obvious Cook, you, you know, tight end. I mean, there are many tight ends though out there. Maybe Mo Ali Cox, but um, uh, and maybe Traquan Smith is going to get the uh, the the. If you're going to have a wide receiver on that team, it's Traquan Smith. It doesn't look like Emmanuel Sanders. Doesn't look like Deontay Harris. Doesn't look like any any anyone else. So I just want to say that for New Orleans. So without Michael Thomas, Sorry. it's ugh. Without Michael Thomas, and even when he comes back, um, with a with Kamara, who obviously was go was banged up last year because he just didn't look like himself. Are you back on um, even if McCaffrey and Barkley were healthy? That uh, if you redraft it with everybody being healthy, would you say, "Hey, I'm back where I was a, a year ago," where? Maybe I'm even taking this guy first or second. I mean, it wouldn't be first. It would always be. It would be McCaffrey first. It would always be McCaffrey. But first. I think Kamara might be a two. He definitely moved himself into two situation. Yeah, I think I, I think I would have put him ahead of Barkley after seeing a healthy Kamara now. Like, because he's just. I mean, the first game was kind of weird. They didn't use him uh, in the running game, and he still got over twenty points in PPR. Like you, yeah. you rush. Only like he had like five rushes and he still got over twenty points. So that was like okay, well if he could get over twenty points with that shit and have a touchdown call back, I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean I had him, I had him three in my rankings, so like moving him up one is not a big not a big deal for me. And the way I seen Barkley play, yeah, and they're using Kamara the way he should be used when he's healthy. So I just want to bring that up before we dive into the, the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, okay. he's got he has his um he has his touchdown capability back where. You don't realize why such a, a small shifty running back should be that good within the five yard line. Balance. Oh, he's so good! At, he's so good at finding the end zone. It's balance. He has such great balance. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was Raiders at Patriots. Uh, let's go <laughs> on to the Washington Football Team at the Browns. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you th- uh, do you think after what we saw with Darren Waller versus the Saints, do you think Belichick's gonna be like stop Waller at all costs? Do you think? I think it'd be stop Josh Jacobs and maybe. Derek Carr You really think so? I don't know if the Patriots have I, enough on defense to just decide to do that, seeing as a lot of people still opt like opted out of it. You don't think Gilmore? They, yeah, you, they still got torn up by it. But you don't think Gilmore could be like, Bill Belichick? Gilmore just watch Waller, and you don't think he could do that? I don't think he's big is enough. he big enough to? I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I think Gilmore's skilled enough to 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 take on Waller. But yeah, I, he's skilled enough. He's they, big enough. Big. I, I just I just think they're going to to make a concerned effort to stop Darren Waller. And if there's ever, I mean, obviously you're playing him. You're not, not playing Darren Waller. But I just think that if there's a game where he may have a down week, this is going to be it. First the Patriots. Sure. I mean, it's it's like you're, it's like playing any good defense. You're tempering expectations, but he's still a top player. Um, so, I mean, you could say, yeah, you could say that when you play any good defense. But... The Raiders just look like a team. Like they just look like they're having fun. They they're buying into everything Gruden is doing. Um, the draft picks are paying off. They're young as hell. They're in great cap situation, so they can make moves going forward. Uh, yeah, they're in a good spot for a team entering a new stadium. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, with New England, um, you know, it's what Newton and Edelman. That's about it, right? Edelman had a really nice game last week, 179 yards receiving. Yeah, Edelman's like one of Edelman's one of five receivers that have uh, over 50 percent of their team's uh, air yards. Nice. So if uh, that's like, you wouldn't expect that in a Tom Brady Edelman offense. No. 
if Ankil Harry, um, you know, it's weird because he got drafted as a guy who was a at yards after the catch guy, but I have I've I've yet to see him gain a yard after a catch. <laughs> but if he learned how to if he learned how to do that again, uh, he he would be a solid option because they are throwing it to him. They are getting him involved. But twelve targets, yeah. The dude's just like catching and going down. Like I don't they're, understand. They keep he's, trying to make Ankyl Hair happen, but yeah, they do. but they're force feeding him, and that's yeah. you know we always say it's the first. Uh, you you have to have the targets, and, and there's there's no rush. There's no running back, right? No Michelle, no Burkhead, no you know no, no one else is running that ball besides Cam Newton. I don't know why we're saying slurs right now. <laughs> yeah, no. got it. The Burkheads all are right, not coming. Uh, uh, all right, so Washington football team at Browns. Um, I mean, like Anthony said, Wait, I, well, would... I thought that was a joke. Well, I thought it was just a very interesting. <laughs> oh, I thought I was like that. John, I wrote down John made a very funny joke today. Oh no, 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 no you skipped serious. over. It. Yeah, completely serious. I mean, like we were going to do Chiefs at Ravens. We already talked about that, and you're just playing everyone in that game very much. So it's like I would rather go to Washington. At... What happened to Mark Andrews last game? Did they just not need him. That happens. Yeah. It happens. I, probably. They'll need him this week, but Washington, I think, is is Antonio Gibson, is that like a thing that's going to happen, or is, uh, is that offense just like, that offense is just like so boring all the time. So yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I, it's always, not going to be enough touchdowns. Yeah. You'll get 70 yards a game rushing, but you're not going to get the touchdowns. The only person you really want to play on that team is Scary Terry, right? Yes. Like, and their defense. You can't trust, and well, I mean, the defense this week, maybe. If you if you really hard you know hard on for defense, <laughs> uh, hard for defenses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If, if defense is your thing, you get a little boned get, up. Yeah. Man. I mean, they are going against Chubb, so maybe they will get a little boned up. Uh, and you know, look, they'll take they down know. they'll take down Mayfield. They look, they're gonna get that front seven should uh, be able to cause some havoc. As I said, this before. will be the true test of if the Browns you can just play both their running backs every week. Uh, yeah, oof. I really turned it up in the second half. There, I was, I I had Beckham going against Hunt, and that was a tale of two halves. Let me tell uh, you, yeah. Yeah. I came out in the first half with Hunt getting like two points, and Beckham at seventeen, thinking like, this is got real this. nice, real nice uh, Thursday night game we got going on. And then I woke up because I didn't stay awake for the whole thing, and I was like, this is not nice. This was yeah. not. Nice. I, I'm not having a good time anymore. I definitely went against Kareem Hunt last week in one league, and yeah, it was uh, it was very frustrating to say the least. Um, watching him, oh, I had ch- I had Chubb against Hunt in one league. Luckily, I blew out the rest of the for the rest of the game, but that that was got a lot closer for comfort than I wanted. Yeah, that was the beginning of the end for me for that week in that league. So whatever. Um, yeah, but I, I definitely think you can start both of them. Uh, this should be a, another good week for both of them as well. Um, I would like to see Beckham continue to maybe uh, find the end zone, even though his touchdown was not a touchdown, and they gave it to him anyway. I'll take it. Um, what? Uh, it you don't work. think that was a touchdown? No, no, no. He was his knee was down. Clearly, that ball oh, was short of the goal line. Come on, that's stupid. It was. What do you mean that's stupid? That's, that's, that's really dumb. And well, you know, what? it wasn't Three dumb. It was. It was. It was short. I mean, dumb no, or not, it was short. It was, it was not short. I don't even think they reviewed it. That's how not short it was. Actually, they did review you it. Your, you planted your no, 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 no. wrong they, spot. They, they did like the like the outside review. They didn't even go to the booth review. Yeah, just... you're, pla- you're planting your flag in the wrong spot. You guys are crazy. That that ball was not that ball was not crossing. Yeah. This, this flat one of these planted flags will come around where not a touchdown is called a touchdown <laughs> will actually happen. But this is not. This, this was is it. Yeah. I will I will get a picture of that and I will show it to you guys. And it was not a touchdown. 
Sure, do that. I don't care. Um, and then he got his jersey yanked crazy. Oh, my God. That was blatant. That was the worst non-call. Uh, Should have been two touchdowns. That, yeah, that, was, that was an awful non-call. I mean, ridiculous, but... Look, I hope he has another good game. Uh, he should. Uh, you know, you can throw on Washington, so. Um, he yeah. wasn't touched. What? Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Okay. So that's why. Yeah, he fell, fell a little short, but nobody touched him. Are you watching it? Yeah, he just he fell short, <laughs> and then he just went into the end zone. I don't know. I got to look he at that again. He fell into the end zone. You got to look at that again. Okay. Pretty right, anyway. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just mad at this because my boy finally got a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy he got a touchdown. Um, I hope After he has all more. the shit stirring around him. I hope he has more yeah. of them. Um, but very quiet in the second half um, as they just continued to run. I mean, they had to be because they just ran all over the freaking yeah. the Bengals. Um, That's all they did. Also, uh, Jarvis Landry, I could see him maybe get involved a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you'd like that. <laughs> I, would, I would like that. Uh, uh, that hair right. is pretty ridiculous. Um, my, my hair? Your hair, yes, but so was Jarvis Landry's. Yeah. It was like purple uh, yeah. or something. Both, yeah, both of theirs. Um, all right, so uh, just a quick Twitter question. We got into it before the podcast, but let's just get into it now just quick. Um, so this guy's in the Dynasty League. Sa- he had Saquon, obviously, after the year. Uh, he has Dobbins on his bench. His running back depth is, depth is really bad for the team. Uh and a guy wants to trade for Dobbins and give this guy James Robinson of the Jaguars, Russell Gage, or Josh Kelly, so third wide receiver for the Falcons, or possible RB1 for the Chargers, and Antonio Gibson, uh, should he do it? And uh, he's just getting cold feet because Dobbins is going to be a beast once he gets the full-time job and Ingram's out of there. And for a dynasty league, that's something that you got to think about. Of course. Um, I wouldn't say Josh, uh, Josh Kelly is... is- RB1, maybe like 1A, one, 1B, one because they do have another amazing running back in Los Angeles. Well, I mean, he, he gets like a good amount of touches. I know, but you can't just say he's fully number one. He's 1A, one 1B. One um, okay. But I, I still, I, I think we, we discussed this earlier, and I think if you can get Josh Kelly, you can get uh, James Robinson, and you can get, um, what, Antonio Gibson. I think yeah. that's a trade worth making, even though we know Dobbins is going to be good. But you've just given yourself three opportunities with players who look yeah. good in Dynasty. You who knows? You could end up with three one run RB ones, you know, in two years from now. Trade your one dart for three darts. I'm down with that. Yeah, and let, look, and, and you know, we we talk about how J.K. Dobbins can be amazing for years to come, but you know, you never know. You know, he could show flashes, and we could all you know be amazed by something, but then you know, just fade away. And I, mean, I don't think that's going to happen with J.K. Dobbins. Ravens usually do a pretty bang-up job of drafting their skill position players. I know, but, I, but I'm just saying, you, 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 at this point, they're somewhat, not all dart throws, but you're giving yourself a very... And further, Josh Kelly looks awesome. So you're already gaining a player who looks sick. And, and James Robinson is, in, is on a team that just loves to run the football and their offensive line is so apparently it's, pretty good. In Dynasty, I think you're giving yourself... Way more, way more, way uh, more opportunities, you know, down the road. Is this the uh, the trade of name for the uh, for the guys in the little room, and the guys in the yeah. little room will will make it happen. I think so. I I'm with Anthony. Where the biggest piece is Josh Kelly. So I like that the guy is the Josh Kelly or Gage in that one. Like 
he the guy who's trading the guy who's proposing the trade is clearly thinking like Josh Kelly's the number three of the James Robinson and um, Antonio was Gibson. it Gibson? Yeah, yeah, Gibson. Uh, but I, I have number one in a dynasty league in that, and I at number two overall in that trade behind J.K. Dobbins. But he's not. I don't think he's too much, too far behind J.K. Dobbins. Um, the Chargers have have in recent years shown that they know how to use running backs, uh, along with. Baltimore has shown the same same thing, but I'm not I'm not putting him too far behind J.K. Dobbins. So I like that trade because then you just see I, I like James Robinson second, and then Gibson. But um, maybe one of those two is a five year flex player. But I think you're getting a starter in Kelly or Dobbins. Look, and who knows if let's say Gibson and James Robinson continue to you know do well, you could also... Yeah, you have three trading chips that you may be able to turn into something else. Sure. So... Like, yeah. I mean, for Robinson and Gibson, they're getting majority of the carries already. It so seems you, for their so teams. You, so you may have more trading chips down the road as well. But uh, I just think, yeah, it's... The volume at this point is worth it for Dynasty. Yeah, and you're here for a good time, not a long time. So uh, <laughs> you're better off this year, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Really uh, enhance your death. There you go. So there's your answer. All right. There is your answer, and very quickly again, because we're going amazingly long. Oh, uh, relax. Let's go on to our favorite segment. It's the Boys of the Week. You know, you, you, you caught me off guard, John. I do. How do we do this every week? It's because, always the last thing. Because you, you're like, oh, we're going quick, we're going quick, we're going quick. All right, do it again. Ready? Ah, got it. It's the Boys of the Week. <laughs> we didn't even get it at the beginning. All right, so uh, I won last week. Anthony came second. Brian came third. My first boy of the week will be coming off uh, a tough situation with his, with his with his dad dying in a car accident. His mom's in right, Don't make us laugh and then do that. I know that's fucked uh, up, John. Oh, well, you're the guy that laughed on me. Um, yeah, well, you stopped right. it. My first boy will be coming. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I did not realize I said that. But all right, I'm going to go James White, 5300 versus Las Vegas. I feel like he's got a big game in him. You know, right this when I said no running backs are going to do well besides Cam Newton on that team, you come in with James White. Why is that right? <laughs> all right. Anthony, all right. your first boy. I'm going uh, with a guy who's a number three receiver on a team, uh, but playing pretty solid. I'm going to go with Cole Beasley versus the L.A. Rams this week. I think uh, they're going to bottle up uh, Diggs, you know, Brown may get some of, get get some for him, but I think Beasley is the guy who's seen a decent amount of targets from Josh Allen. Josh Allen's throwing the ball pretty well, so I think they have a good game from Beasley. I think he's going to catch like five passes, about 75, 80 yards. Okay, Brian. All right. Uh, I'm going with the guy I spoke about all all podcasts. I'm going Mike Jacecki. Um, Jackson, you know, a nice Thursday night game. Jacksonville has. Give it up the most fantasy points to tight ends so far this early season. Um, I, I know I said he's a fle- more of a flex guy, but you know <laughs> Jacksonville's defense is uh, absolutely dismantled. hasn't doesn't have many players on it. Jizeki uh, just got loaded up with targets the second week and started really trending up with targets the first week. Uh, so I like him to get another. 10, 11 targets, maybe seven catches, 70, 80 yards. 
All right, very good. Uh, my second board of the week will be another pass catching running back. I am going Tariq Cohen, 4,300 at Atlanta. Uh, just anyone at, at Atlanta, I want I want that guy. I knew I should have started with Tariq Cohen. God damn it. I just, I just want that in my daily fantasy lineup, so I'm going Tariq Cohen. He's going to get eight catches. Got himself a nice little contract, too, on Saturday. So, uh, and then got 20 yards after that catch. Booyah. After that, after that contract. Booyah. But, you know, they're going to have to keep going. It is Atlanta. Atlanta yep. pushes you. Atlanta is yeah. a team that pushes it. That's yeah. true. Um, all right, my second boy is a guy who uh, who played against it. They played, uh, I guess, they're playing against uh, the team that played against Atlanta last week and put up 39 points on them. And yeah, that, that made, was, that none of that made any sense. Rough. Anyway, I'm going with David Moore, Seattle, baby. Um, you're going to put up points against Dallas. Dallas' defense is not that great. And Russell Wilson, it looks out of his mind, has already thrown nine touchdowns this season. Um, and it's just lighting it up. And everyone's, you know, reaping the benefits of that. So, if, you know, we're in a boy segment. I'm not picking Lockett. I'm not picking Metcalf. I'm going David Moore. He is going to do work for Russell Wilson against this Dallas team, and he's going to catch six balls, 90 yards. Wow. All right, I'm going uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, you know, Paris Campbell's out. It's the hapless Jets. Uh, what What are the chances the Jets could keep Michael Pittman Jr. from getting behind them? Let's. Uh, I'm, saying, I'm saying small. I'm saying pretty small chances. I like Michael Pittman Jr. getting a long touchdown in this one. Let's get, give it. Give him to me. Okay. And my third and final boy will be another pass catching running back, also from the Colts. I'm going Naheem Hines, 4800 against the Jets. Uh, the Jets just suck. So uh, <laughs> they can't. Their defense. Their defense was not prepared at all for the running attack of the 49ers, which. It's unbelievable because you think, oh, 49ers, they're going to run the ball, try to run the ball a lot. So, yeah, they're 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 not going to succeed at any of the defenses they want to run. So, Naheem Hines is going to be one game good, one game bad, one game good. This is his good game. He's going to get uh, six catches for a touchdown in like 80 yards. Very nice, very nice. I'm going to go with a guy, um, we know him on, on one team, well, because he has the same name, but I'm going with Mike Thomas. Now, the Mike Thomas mm-hmm. on the Bengals who uh, scored a touchdown last week versus the Browns. Um, he's the only, He has more touchdowns than Michael Thomas this year. He has more catches than Michael Thomas this year. He is the superior Michael Thomas. So as of right now, if we can't pick one, we're going to pick the other. Going against Philly, who can get you know thrown on. So I think there'll be a lot of coverage on Green, a lot of coverage on Boyd. I think Thomas is going to find himself a little nice uh, you know, space in the middle. And uh, I think he's going to find himself another touchdown this week. All right. I'm going to stick with the year of the tight end, seeing as Cohen was my third. I didn't have a backup. Uh, let's toss Dal- Dalton Schultz out there. Seattle's been putting up buco points. Uh, Dallas is going to have to keep throwing it. Uh, something about Dalton Schultz's Schultz, uh, lack of athletic ability uh, really clicked with Dak Prescott. He jumped in there for nine receptions, 88 yards, and one touchdown. It had people saying um, things like Blake Jarwin, who? Uh, so, <laughs> a lot of people were saying that to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they weren't saying it before for years, they said it uh, this time. And I oh. wasn't even sure they were saying it about Dalton Schultz. Um, I'm going to forget his name right after this podcast. Both of them. Uh, yeah, let's throw him in the end zone. He's going to get a touchdown. This time. <laughs> Blake Jarwin, who? <laughs> 
Uh, if you want a bonus point, this doesn't count. But uh, going against the Jets, who allowed Jordan Reed, right? Was it Jordan Reed to score two touchdowns? Mo Ali Cox, baby. If you're looking for a tight end who has some upside and uh, you can have some spot, Mo Ali Cox. Just saying, you know, next man up for, uh, for Philip Rivers and that uh, <laughs> and that Colts offense. <laughs> Sorry. Any and honestly, any man up against the Jets. Pretty much. Pretty much. So. All right, as John's saying, we're going way too long, almost an hour 45. So with that, um, you can find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter where you can uh, reach out to us and we will maybe read uh, one of your questions on the podcast. Um, we are at FantasyLensPodcast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We are now Amazon Music, apparently. And um, yeah. Google Podcasts. So we're, uh, we're anywhere uh, you could find a podcast. So please, you know, subscribe, download, rate, do whatever you can just to uh, help out the podcast. And we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.